Welcome to Betrayal Trauma Recovery. This is Anne. I have Tony Perez, one of the co-founders of Clean Browsing on today's episode. Before we get to that, thank you those of you who have given the podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your other podcasting apps. Here's a five-star rating we recently received. It says, freedom through truth, amazing wisdom with these folks and true help for those whose world has been ripped apart by betrayal and or porn. Highly recommended. Only wish I had them sooner. Thank you. If you haven't already and you're so inclined, please leave a five-star review with your feelings about the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I love reading them. It really is um, humbling to me and also inspirational. I'm just so grateful that you're taking part in this community and that you're here and you're listening and I'm grateful for your support. Betrayal Trauma Recovery Group is our daily online live support group where you can talk to real people who really get it. You can attend anywhere. The first time you join, we always recommend you do so from a laptop or a desktop because it's just a little bit easier and perhaps the first time you attend. After you get the hang of it, then attending on your phone or on a tablet is super easy. You can attend under your bed. You could attend in your storage room, (laughs) anywhere where you can find some privacy. The thing you don't have to do is find childcare, as long as your kids know where you are so they can come get you if they need you. You can just step out, help your kids for a minute, and then go back under the stairs. We are here, especially during the summer when things get crazy. If you're on vacation, if you're at a family reunion, we're here for you all the time. We don't take a vacation. We're always here. To see our session schedule, go to btr.org. And we hope to see you in a session today. I have Tony Perez on today's episode. He was born in Miami, Florida. He's a Colombian Cuban American living in Temecula, California, and a father to three and a husband to one. He is a Marine Corps veteran, having done two tours in Iraq between 2002 and 2005, with a total in-country time of a year and a half. He's committed the past 20 years to navigating various technology industries, investing heavily in information security. Today, Tony is one of the founders at Clean Browsing. He holds an undergraduate degree in technology management from the American Military University and has a graduate degree in business administration with an emphasis on technology management. Welcome, Tony. Hey. Before we started our interview, Tony actually helped me get clean browsing setup on my router and he's showing me all the cool new features that they have come out with in the last few years since we interviewed his co-founder Daniel a few years ago. Let's start with you talking about why you decided to get involved with clean browsing. Everything started in 2016 with my partner, Daniel. We were partners in another tech startup that we ended up selling, but this kind of started as we were kind of walking around the building and in the parking lot, we were kind of talking about the challenges we were having at home. And at the time, there weren't a lot of good solutions for our own kids. And so what we wanted to do was find a way to take better control of the things that our kids were doing online while allowing them to be online without us having to look over their shoulders. And one of the big things that we were placing a lot of emphasis was the amount of pornography and obscene content that was available. And it was presenting itself in all forms of look. I mean, it was presenting itself in forums. It was presenting itself in YouTube channels, on social media. And as technologists, we wanted our kids to enjoy the web, but we wanted to kind of introduce a few guardrails, something that would give us peace of mind that while they were on, we were kind of protecting them from the things that we didn't feel were appropriate for them at the time. And since then, 
it's kind of just evolved. So at the time it was like, hey, how do we create a safer, cleaner web for our kids? And then in the process, we've kind of bumped into a number of different adjacent domains that we never considered around online addictions, whether that's pornography, whether that's gambling, whether that's social media, et cetera. So that's kind of how I got involved with this. So a lot of people have set up sort of guardrails through their router with OpenDNS. Can you tell us the difference between clean browsing and, say, just the typical DNS settings? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have this conversation a lot with a lot of organizations that are trying to differentiate us from others. And, and what I like to tell them is very simple. It's like, look, technically, we're very similar. We function at the DNS level, and so we look at all the requests that come in, and we intercept them, and we define what is acceptable based on whatever policies you've implemented. But I think the thing that helps differentiate us and sets us aside is really our focus. We grew out of the focus for children. We grew out of the focus for our own specific children. Both Daniel and I have three kids, and they have become what we consider to be our superset. For us, kids are perhaps the slyest, trickiest little foxes that we know. In fact, if you look at the clean browsing emblem, you'll notice that it's a little fox. That's Willie the Fox. And Willie the Fox is designed to remind us of who it is we're targeting. Um, and if you look across the website, you see an, a lot of kids through the website. And again, those are all reminders for us. Now, why is that so important? Well, that is what helps us differentiate ourselves. That is the thing that keeps us up at night. It's the thing that helps us continue to be competitive and why we're one of the most effective solutions for online pornography. What that translates to is that our detection rates are higher, our effectiveness are higher. We're not a large enterprise. We're not a large conglomerate. And what that means is that this creating a safe browsing experience for somebody's home networks or somebody's business is not secondary to us. We're not a Cisco with a number of different functional units within the organization, everyone competing for resources. This is what we do day in and day out. I think that a lot of organizations that are switching to us, especially a lot of schools, a lot of parents, and a lot of um, uh, adults that are struggling with this are doing so because they're finding the effectiveness in our solution. The other thing that really helps us um, be competitive is that we've essentially crowdsourced our detection rates. So we have a site called Categorify.org, and it's something that we're very transparent about. And this Categorify.org allows anybody to check the detection of a site. If somebody feels that the categorization is incorrect or being too lenient or being too strict, they have the ability to contact us directly, send us the links, and we are typically within a 24-hour period updating our engines accordingly. And this crowdsourcing approach is very, very different than anybody else in the market. And what that allows us to do is that we have hundreds, thousands, millions of people accessing Categorify.org on a daily basis and updating our engines. We then use a machine learning engine on top of that that helps us kind of propagate a little bit faster. But that's on the technical side. What's really important is crowdsourcing aspect of how we do our filtration and how we do our updating to our signatures and our backend. I'm going to take a break for just a second to talk about Trauma Mama Husband Drama, which is my infamous picture book for adults. You can find it on our books page at btr.org backslash books. Thank you, those of you who have purchased the book and then gone back to leave a five-star rating. Here's a five-star rating we received on Amazon. It says, explains your trauma in 60 seconds. I currently have 20 plus books about narcissistic abuse. This one tops the list for getting to the heart of the matter in one minute. It's particularly good for the church-going family where the husband is betraying his wife by using porn. She can hand this book to others who don't understand and they will get it. 
When you purchase the book, please remember to go back to Amazon and leave a five-star rating because every single one of your ratings helps isolated women find us. If they find us on Amazon, even if they don't purchase the book, it directs them to this podcast, which is free for everyone. So thank you for those who help get the word out by reviewing, posting, sharing any content from Betrayal Trauma Recovery. Each time you do, you help a woman who is isolated get the information that she needs. So without getting too technical, now today you who are awesome to set this up for me on my router and I have used clean browsing for the past few years with absolute great success and completely 100% recommend it for our listeners, especially to protect their children at home. But without getting too technical, can you tell them basically what clean browsing is? The way I explain it to like my wife and my family and stuff like that is, you know, we essentially just filter content. We believe in an open web, but we also believe in a world in which parents specifically should have more control around what is and is not accessible to their kids, especially when they're under 13, 14 years old, when they're just kind of in those formative years. And so what we essentially do is we allow you to dictate what you want to be accessible on your internet. So if you don't want Facebook to be accessible, then you can say, I don't want Facebook to be accessible. If you don't want Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest or pornography or other forms of obscene content, we believe in a parent's right to say that that should not be accessible on their internet, not just for their kids, but for anybody else that may be visiting their environment, their home, whether that's a kid's friend, whether they're having a sleepover, et cetera. And so that's what we are. We are a content filtering service. Our effectiveness comes in how it's implemented and the specific technologies that we use. But at this core, that's what we are. We're just empowering users to take control of their internet. Right. And this happens on the router level. Yeah. So you can actually deploy this in a couple of different environments. So the router is the mechanism that connects a home or an environment to the outside world, right? That's how you access the internet. But we recognize that people and parents and users, they leave their homes, right? They have mobile devices, et cetera. And so there's a lot of new technologies now that allow them to take us with them. So if you're on an iOS or you're on an Android device, you have the ability to use some of the latest features that Android and iOS have released. On the iOS devices, we actually have a app, an app that will easily configure and deploy it for you. And then on the Android devices, it's a little bit more complicated because of the different kind of types of Androids that exist. And so the easiest way is to use the private DNS option that they make available to you in settings. And what's really cool is that we have a lot of documentation on how to do this. The power of this is that you can then take clean browsing with the Wii U anywhere you go. So um, like you said, if you're on this router and you're connected to the internet through your router, then it's being applied. But the minute you leave, essentially those rules disappear. But if you want your rules to apply to whatever devices a user has, you do have the option to configure DNS at the local level. It doesn't have to just happen at the router level. Mm, and when you say local level, you mean like per device? That's great. Whether that's a whether that's a desktop, a notebook, an iOS device, an Android device, doesn't matter. Okay. And this is by putting the app on each of your devices? Yes. So it's a combination. So it could either be using the app if an app exists, or it could also be by setting the DNS locally. What everyone needs to remember is that almost any device that connects to the internet makes use of DNS. And the DNS option exists in almost every device in the same location. It's typically in the settings, somewhere around network and advanced. 
it, it doesn't matter if it's a PlayStation 4, it doesn't matter if it's a TV, it doesn't matter if it's a, some form of IoT device like a camera or something along those lines. If it connects to the internet, there's always going to be a settings and always going to be a network page. And on that page is typically where you're going to find DNS. So even if an app does not exist, you have the ability to usually update the DNS in the device. Okay. So I just, while we were talking, went to the app store on my Apple phone and I downloaded the clean browsing app and I think I just connected it. I pushed connect. It says clean browsing active via network configuration. Would that mean that this clean browsing is active if I leave my home now? That's correct. And what it'll also mean is probably using one of the family or the adult filters. And what you'll want to do is you'll want to go to your clean browsing page. Um, and on your clean browsing page, you'll get a little code. That code is what you're going to type into the custom filter. And on the custom filter, what that will then do is it'll apply your filters to that device, not just our free services. Okay, I'm going to do that right this very second, just so people can see that it's not that hard. Because I think one of the things that holds people back is that it just seems so overwhelming. So if a woman just found out that her husband's using porn, right, that's overwhelming in and of itself. What do I do? How do I deal with this emotionally? Can I stop him? Can I not? You know, what are my next steps? For that, we have our checklist, which is btr.org backslash checklist for women to start taking steps toward getting to emotional safety in their own homes, which is the, the most important thing. So they're overwhelmed with that. They're overwhelmed, like, am I going to have to get a divorce? How am I going to protect my, you know, all these things. So sometimes setting up something on their router or putting an app on their phone just seems way too overwhelming. But I want to say, I just did this just now during this interview, just barely on my phone. And so I'm like, oh, setting this up on other devices that use outside internet that can use mobile data so that my kids don't turn off the Wi-Fi part, and then they're on mobile data, and then they can just get whatever they want. I just set it up on my phone, and it was crazy easy. So that's great. No, it is. And, and we're constantly trying to make it faster. Trust me, Daniel and I recognize all the time that what's easy for us is not necessarily easy for everyone. We work with a lot of spouses. We work with a lot of parents, and we understand their struggles. And so what I can say is over the next six to 12 months, we're going to continue to streamline this process and try to take out as much of the technical aspects and make it as seamless as possible for users. It's just always challenging with the number of devices that are out there, different OS types, things like that. But it's one of the things we're committed to because we realize how important this is for users. If trying to create a safe browsing experience is something that's really important to you and cost is an issue, that's okay. We actually have a free service that users can access. So if they just go to cleanbrowsing.org slash filters, we have three um, distinct free services, a security filter, an adult filter, and a family filter. And each of those filters, they won't give you access to a dashboard, but they will filter the content so that you can kind of retake control of your internet and strip out um, a lot of malicious, pornography, obscene content, that sort of stuff. So don't be overwhelmed by potential costs if that's an issue. There are free options available to you. Awesome. You can find out more about clean browsing at cleanbrowsing.org. Definitely at the very least set up their free options, but they also have amazing options for their paid and it's very inexpensive and I, I can't recommend it enough. I've been using it for years in my home and I have absolutely loved it. I don't even notice it. All I notice is that, you know, when I look up images, for example, like an image search on Google, we never get porn. I mean, 
I've never seen an image come up with anybody naked on it. So I assume that's probably from clean browsing, although I'm sure that it's not the end all be all, right? There's always going to be a hole somewhere. And when we talk about protecting our kids, it's sort of layers of Swiss cheese a little bit, you know, like you need to have ongoing layered conversations, perhaps some accountability software. There's lots of different options for you, but I would say at the very least, the clean browsing free option is like the easiest, simplest, least expensive option for you. And if you don't know where to start, that is an excellent start. So thank you so much, Tony, for sharing today. Absolutely. My pleasure. We're very open here. So if they ever have any questions, even if they're not using our paid platforms, we're helping people get configured even on the free platforms, just same as I did with you. We set up a team viewer account, download it, give me the ID, password, I log in, I set it up for them, we move on. They also have a community on community.cleanbrowsing.org that they can go and they can ask questions, they can engage, they can get answers to their questions, things like that. So yeah, anything we can do to help, just let us know. Yeah. Well, for our listeners, this is by far the easiest experience I've ever had. It's, it's easier than any other filtering option. It's so easy. And I really appreciate the partnership that Betrayal Trauma Recovery has with Clean Browsing and the amazing work they do. So thank you so much for coming on today. If this podcast is helpful to you, please support it. Go to our website, btr.org, scroll down to the bottom and click on support the podcast. Again, if you have found clean browsing to be helpful, please post about this article, perhaps on Facebook or your other social media platforms, tag it, you know, whatever you can to help get the word out for women to know how to protect their families from pornography and also how to get information about what to do if their spouse is using pornography through betrayal trauma recovery. We really are the experts on this and we're so grateful for your support. We're so grateful for all of the women who listen and support us. And until next week, stay safe out there.